0: Welcome to Hoop of This On, season three, episode thirty. I'm Chris Lorenz. where we watch Fortune Fire, season four, episode four. <laughs> I'm Chris Lorenz.
1: Robert Kitts,
0: Noah Singer. Man. I don't know what to think about this show. <laughs> I, it's, it's an interesting show. It's y- uh it's a competition.
1: It's a show. It's a show. It's You're not definitely not f- a show. Fired
0: up about it. No. Rob, give me give me the description on this show.
1: Forged in Fire is an original competition series hosted by weapons expert and U.S. Army and Air Force veteran Will Willis, featuring world-class bladesmiths competing to create history's most iconic edged weapons. In each episode, four of the nation's finest bladesmiths come together to put their skill and reputations on the line, trying to avoid elimination and win the $10,000 prize. They use sweat, fire, force of will, and a well-equipped forge to turn raw material into authentic, fully functional implements of war. It's kind of a long description, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These weapons must stand up to a battery of strength and sharpness tests, as well as the critical assessment of our expert judges David Baker, Doug Marcadia, and ABS Master Bladesmiths Jay Nielsen and Jason Knight. The fourth season features all new challenges and special event episodes that set the bar of competition bladesmithing to unimaginable new heights. We're going global for an unprecedented international competition, and fan-favorite Bladesmiths will reappear for a second shot at victory and redemption, and for the first time ever, Masters and Apprentices will team up to compete in our Forge. Plus, a fresh couple (laughs) of competitors emerge to see if they have what it takes to stand a cut above the rest and earn the coveted title of Forged in Fire Champion. That's Forged in Fire on (laughs) History Network. I think we need a cutoff (laughs)
0: at some point. (laughs) That was a very detailed... It's on the History Channel, right?
1: History Channel. History
0: Channel, okay. (laughs) This makes no sense. Because they're
2: doing
1: history's most famous... What what was it?
0: That's true. There was a small history lesson in this episode. Yeah? Yeah? Uh, There were two
2: behind each uh, sword.
0: Okay, we'll get to it. Uh, I'll give you what the show is. Give it to me. It's a standard competition for people, one winner... Judges, you get eliminated. That's it. There's no like. There's nothing special in this show.
1: It's basically a cooking show, except instead of cooking, they're cooking metal into blades of death.
0: Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. It is true. They find out if these th- uh, blades can cut or they can kill. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the uh, so there's four people. I have no idea what their names are. They get introduced, they have to, uh, forge a karambit, which is kind of a curved knife that is, can be used in either direction for lacerations or stabbing. So that is our, we'll get to the history lesson involved with that. Uh, so all four of them are given some steel. They like forge this in like in studio, like, uh, forges and tools and then they're uh, they're judged on like how they look right? How
2: yeah. they look and how they feel. How kind they look though. and how they feel? And also like how well the blade was made. The crambit it seemed like it was more complex on like the um con- convexes. we'll, okay, we'll get we'll get we'll get
0: to. We'll get to it. I'm just going over what happens. Ah,
2: okay, it's
1: a little, good. little too much minutia there, Noah. We're not in the <laughs>
0: minutiae yet, Noah. Uh, so minutiae. after that, somebody gets kicked off. I don't know who it was. Doesn't matter. Uh, then they have another three hours to like add a handle to their blade, and. Then it's judged on how sharp and how well the blade actually hand, hand, handles and hands up, holds up. And somebody gets eliminated. And then after that, uh, they're given a third challenge, which is... Oh, what they What's the name of the stupid thing? It's like Maraka, right? Uh, yeah, a Makraka. Macraca, sorry. It's a Makraka, which is a long curved sword... Uh, and they have to go home to their home forges and and uh make this weapon. Then they come back and they're judged based on their Macraka design and one person wins and uh you know now we can get into the minutiae of this episode. so first
1: thing I'll say about this episode and this show is just it didn't waste time like there's very little preamble, and the next thing you know they're like drawing knives and figuring out how they're going to do this thing like there was very the host didn't spend much time explaining what was going on it was like go you got to start making something there's a, like
0: there's a lot of content but yeah. to yeah. say that there was a there was some reality show editing in this
1: there's definitely some reality show mm-hmm. editing in this but like it really got it got to the the knife making pretty quick
0: oh yeah the first mm-hmm. like minute of this thing they're making these things
1: yeah for sure
0: they're like minute one they explain what they're doing Give it this thing a minute and a half. It's like, okay, well, I'm cutting and putting this in the forge. And the one thing that I did, like, it's very odd. This uh, show reminds me a lot of the Stone Cold uh, show.
1: Oh, uh, Broken Skull Challenge? Broken
0: Skull Challenge. Like, it's one day thing. They're all winner take all and there's no nonsense. We're just moving. We're Mm -hmm. like, this is the challenge go, which is very nice. Like there's definitely some reality shows where it's like, all right, we're going to explain the challenge for five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) I was, I was watching the beginning of documental season one and it's just like, so slow. It's like, yeah. Could you move any slower? Whereas like this, it's bang, 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 bang. However, saying that they like the first the first thing they get to do is plan mm-hmm. and it's like these people just drawing these knives and never looking at them again yeah yeah and then they go to these forges and we kind of literally have no idea what they're doing this is, is my true. problem with the cooking shows too sometimes you're like i kind of want to know i want to learn like i don't want to just sit here and watch these people work and you get a kind of an idea of what's going on like you heat the steel up so you can do stuff with it. And like you grind it away to give it an edge. Like, I don't know. Is there more to that? I don't know. You gotta like... yeah, hit with a hammer too. There's also hitting with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> when you heat it up. You do yeah. stuff. Like
1: I don't know. I do, that's the only thing, like we, we picked this episode because it seemed to have good ratings as being like a good episode. But like I do wonder if like what some of the earlier season one episodes they spend more time explaining things and now they're like, You know Forged in Fire. We don't gotta explain all this stuff. let I mean, yeah.
0: Man. I was think, well see season one has like eight, had like eight episodes. Yeah. Season four is like twenty. Yeah. Oh wow. Like
1: It's a moneymaker at this point. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well, the History Channel doesn't really have history on it anymore.
1: What about the history yeah. of those aliens? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Bigfoot.
2: Ooh. Let's watch them, Bring let's them watch back Bigfoot. In. Yeah. I don't know why they assume that a lot of people know how to make swords and knives. <laughs> like they just gloss over a
0: lot of their t- like techniques.
1: Well, I don't know if it's that they assume people know or just that like
0: assume that they've seen all the episodes
1: or else just like it's like they want to see the show moving and so they just are focused on like the people explaining what they're doing and if they don't do a good job explaining themselves they just move on and don't don't take time
2: yeah but even the tools they have they're just at least not being savvy in that the tools even seem unique like the power hammer
0: oh yeah i like that power hammer i want yeah
2: for those listening to the pod uh Imagine those things that fall from the sky and try to crush Mario, um, <laughs> like the, the, the stones, uh, and you have to run and like not get squashed by them. It's kind of like that, but a machine. That was
1: not where my mind went with those, but well, I like, well I done like, with I like, the like uh, analogy, Noah.
2: Thank you.
0: It reminds me of a miniature version of Galaxy Quest when they're like trying to get to the button to turn the like. Self-destruct mm. off, they have to like go through this, like giant oh, yeah, hammer Oh, yeah, I know things. what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking of. It's just like, bam, bam, bam. My favorite part with
1: the power hammer was they had one guy using the power hammer in the background, another guy in the foreground just trying to use a regular hammer <laughs> and being like, I'm getting real tired. I hope he gets done with that power hammer so I can go use that instead. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like the all all the tools they use, uh, it was unclear like exactly what each, each what each thing is, right? Yeah. You could tell like okay, this thing makes it hot, but like it would be interesting to understand more technical detail, of, like oh, why is that an interesting like oven to make a sword?
1: Yeah, like at one point they talk about that they see the guy's sword looks really hot and they're concerned it's too hot and that it yeah. might hurt the integrity of the blade, and like more of that kind of stuff would have been really good
0: yeah some some more like churchill's secret agents kind of stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but i think that that is just like along with churchill's secret agents like season two of that is what nothing yeah (laughs) so (laughs) like another season of how do blades work is not like maybe you can get more technical and like but then you have to assume people have seen the show and this is just like a reality show they just want to stream. So it's like it's not all that useful, I think, in terms of like a marketing and production quality thing, but you know, it would be nice like to have like a timeout to be like, hey, this is a quick tip on how people make blades. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it could be different every time, but it doesn't have to like stack. You don't need to know everything about making blades for one episode.
1: Since you yeah. brought it up, would the show be better with Stone Cold (laughs) as the host and Uh, his excellent play by play.
0: I thought you're going somewhere else with
2: that. (laughs) No, no, absolutely.
0: The host of this show is very serviceable. I don't need any more. We're moving. I don't need the host holding us back. No, that's true. Although the Stone Cold insults would be useful.
1: The insults insults
0: would be good. (laughs) The play by play, no.
1: The real star is not the host, but one of the judges. So the two of the judges are these blade experts that have insane beards. But then the third judge is a martial arts expert, and he has just got this giant smile on his face all the time. <laughs> and he really seems to relish talking about how these weapons are going to kill people. And, like, he had the. They had an actual karambit, and he was demonstrating with it, and he was, like, twirling around his hand. And then at one point, he took one of the other judges, and he, like, had it and was, like, <laughs> slashing at his neck with it. And it was like, whoa, you are really about to kill this yeah. guy.
0: <laughs> this seems to be his episode. I think, I don't know if he's like this every episode, but this seems like. He loves the karambit and he loves the macracka. Like I feel like he produced, he just loves these weapons. I think this is his
1: bit. I think he's just he's he's so excited about all these weapons every time, and he's just so in.
0: Yeah, but that's his thing. I think that this one allowed him to really use the karambit well. Oh yeah, because it's like a small knife. Like I don't know what they usually do. From what it seemed like, they said they usually do like they get to pick what they want to do or something. Yeah. It seems like your
1: signature blade in your signature style. Yeah. Whatever that
0: means. So like this guy, this time this guy got to like do something really cool that he doesn't like normally get to do. So I feel like he's probably pretty excited about this episode. That's true. And he was really good with that crumb. It was just like, yeah. yeah, he is like went into like a slashing motion and then quick moved his hand and like stabbed something. Like I'm just like, Oh buddy. Like, you got to take a step back from this. I don't want to see you are doing this. Yeah, like, I mean the speed of him f- flipping the blade in his
2: hand without cutting himself was impressive. Because <laughs> he g- he g- goes from like um, the knife forward to the knife backwards, and he actually has to flip it. Yeah. Right, in that finger hole, and yeah. he's just like doing it like not a, not a thing. Guys, flying.
1: No, it's very good. Do you have anything else to say about the? I also oh, one other thing I like is just like so they're heating up these these metals these red hot temperatures. Every once in a while, something just random catches on fire. Like they'll they dump it in the oil like that's part of their thing. And so like they put in like there's this flame. But, like one guy just dropped his on the ground and suddenly there was just fire all around it on the ground. That was pretty great.
0: Yeah, that was cool. I have some notes. Uh, there was like the one guy was he cut his his like sword and he had like his crumbet shaped out pretty much. And He was like. Uh, It's too long. Eh, Fuck it. And there was like an hour (laughs) and a half left. And you're like, really? Like, This is your, you're going to go home if this thing doesn't like work. And in the second part, he did have to cut it and like reweld it. So it's like, he said, fuck it. But it mattered. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There was a bunch of like weird other na- things like terminology they were using that i'm like i don't know really what it is like the ricasso ricasso yeah. was like the blade part and then there was like the tang was like the handle oh, we talked
1: a lot about the tang there was a lot yeah. more talk
0: about the tang than the ricasso but like they were just using these terms nothing on the history channel told me what the fuck well, these the, things the funny man. thing is
1: every once in a while they put up uh like a text on the screen to explain a term but they did it very irregularly it's like Damn. tang should have definitely been just one of those yeah ones. i was just like
0: what the fuck are you talking about is that yeah. terrific to like a karamba? i don't think so but it could be yeah we don't like, know like i have no idea yeah. like is there specific terms for specific blades now like does the Makraka have a different tang like different word than tang Oh, good know. question. They didn't bring up tang with the makraka.
1: Well, I think the tang had something to do with the finger hole. So the macaco didn't have a finger mm. hole. So I don't think it had. So it's
0: like the tang is the finger hole.
1: I don't think it is the finger hole. I think it's mm. related to the finger <laughs> hole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
2: like I don't I, I, no I it had something to do with like the balance or weight of the handle. Yeah. Definitely something with the handle.
0: Yeah, the ricasso seemed to be more along the blade, but I mm. still have no idea. They mentioned it one time, and I was like. That seems odd. Yeah. Because they're just swept right through these things. Things are moving. Things are moving. They, they don't got to time n- to explain these terms, no, no Chris. We're moving. Explain.
1: Like, it is pretty impressive. They had like three hours to make a knife that had like all these specific, like, it had to be curved a certain way and had to have sharpened both sides and all this. Like, that's pretty good.
0: So, in really, f- it's hard to tell how long that is. Like, I don't know how long it takes to make a blade. Right. But three hours yeah. seems like. Like you could do it, I mean, like, they, they which did is it. what they did. Yeah, but like when you're watching cooking shows, right? They you give you like an hour to make something like crazy, and you're like, that seems ludicrous to make something of that. I mean, whereas like I have it, no yeah. context for that. It goes back this. to your point where
2: if you're making a sword or a knife today, you're doing it for the craftsmanship, the art. You're not doing it for the utility. Where I think on a spectrum, you have like food. You're primarily doing it for the utility.
0: I mean, sure Wait, there's, starting, there's more of a mix right? of both with food, where it's like yeah. you're not making these knives to go out freaking, like hurt people.
2: Right, you're not. You're not like, oh man, we need a production line of people making knives and swords. Like you have machines to do that now. Yeah, right. If you needed to,
0: it's definitely all about like how good you can make these things look, yeah. and not necessarily about the functionality of any of this. But
2: do you think of, like what they are then skilled to do? Like they just they've never worked. To put like pump these things out right, yeah. so like all their skills is how to make these like art art pieces basically. Whereas like if you're a cook, you may know how to do the the skilled things, but you have that full range of pumping out cupcakes right versus like a beautiful one off cum- cu- cupcake.
0: That is true. I wonder if any of these people do like practice challenges, f- like to be on the show. Could be. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Well maybe this is more for when they get to the where they had to go home, but like is this their job or is this their hobby? Like
0: they when they introduced the people they said like kind of what their blade like history was and I don't
1: remember. Well, it, it said things like making blades for nineteen years, but it wasn't really clear to me if it's like yeah, like like a how much how much employment is there in the making blades industry? So is it is it really just like a thing for fun? Like they had some pretty intense setups in their garages.
0: Oh yeah. S- so I imagine that these people have other jobs, or at mm. least they had other jobs for a very long time, and now like they either carved a niche out somewhere or they're retired. Carved so
1: a niche out, very very well done.
0: Mm. Uh, you no one can see me wink, but uh, <laughs> I
1: saw it. Don't worry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, they so they said uh, the original four, two of them, this was their primary job. Oh, they said that? The first two kicked off, it was <laughs> their primary oh, job. the first two. <laughs> first they top. they they did clarify that. Um, I don't think they clarified for the remaining two.
0: Like I imagine some of these people some of the competitors looked kind of old. They they might be retired and this is just their side thing. I yeah. guess that's
1: true. If you're retired, and then just I just make blades for fun. Like,
0: like if you <laughs> live in the middle of like Montana or somewhere, like in the middle of nowhere, and you just like travel to like shows to sell your blades, you could probably make a decent amount of money.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Like it's not like the it's a lot of startup costs. Yeah. yeah. But once you have the forges and the equipment, like
2: got to buy that oil.
0: We'll get to that. We'll We'll get get to to that.
2: that. Well, interesting too. They did say the people's ages when they started. Um, So the youngest guy was thirty four. All the other guys were fifty plus. Oh, good memory on that.
0: It seems like this is like a hobby somebody would pick up at some point in time in their life, and they slowly, you know, depending on how much money they need, like will go more towards selling it on Etsy or on at like crafts shows. Like I'm surprised like you can go down to like Pike's Market and buy like a, a blade. It's probably something that they don't allow, but like I grew yeah. up in a town with a very similar thing and there was always people selling like blades and stuff there.
2: Interesting. It would be interesting to understand the market for swords. <laughs> like, is there any <laughs> is there any group of people that have a, a utility? Do we swords? need to get like a hoop at the sun logo
1: on a bunch of karambits that we would <laughs> then just carry around on our on our uh, person. Oh, man. Only
0: the three people on the show. Yeah, only <laughs> the three of us. <laughs> uh, only the three of us. The other three can... go Going to a else. meeting <laughs>
2: <laughs> at, at work? What's that? Oh, you know, it's a...
0: Instead of instead <laughs> of like <laughs> a, cr- a cross. This is a giant karambit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Just a regular karambit size. This is part of my religion. Uh, I should be able to wear this. <laughs> uh, one thing to mention in the first challenge is that one of the guys took off his belt. Oh yeah. And used that to sharpen mm-hmm. his blade. And the judges are like there's leather straps like right over yeah. there <laughs> and the host is like not as good as his belt. <laughs> I'm like oh, I don't doesn't seem quite, right? But maybe yeah, so at
1: first it seemed kind of like so I don't know enough about it to know like why you need leather to help sharpen your blade, but first it seemed like, oh, that's kind of a smart, innovative thing. He's like figuring out a way to make it work. And then it's like, no, you're just an idiot. You they've got what you need. Why are you doing this?
0: <laughs> and then another thing I have written down is like so the judges were judging like the second time and they were like The two people, like, their bits are too long, so they cut it off and they welded it back together. And the judges are like, yeah, some people just don't take our advice. (laughs) 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 Like, well, they obviously tend to get kicked off and you don't do that. Right. So that was kind of interesting where they're doing the second part of the challenge. Like, the one dude just had to add, like, the handle, like, handle material and just, like, refine that. While the other two had to, like... Cut their crime bits and like weld them and then sharpen them and do all this, all the other stuff the other guy had to do too. Like it seemed crazy to me that that one guy had. I guess he was just twiddle his thumbs for a while. Like we didn't really get to see. Well,
1: I was like, like it, they made it. They tried to edit it. It seemed like he didn't have that much to do, and it like he definitely had less to do, and it seemed like he was kind of twiddling his thumbs. I was wondering if they were setting him up for like a big downfall of like he. Was yeah. overconfident, but he was not overconfident.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, th- that's definitely one of the things we haven't touched on yet. Is uh, so there's a guy named Paul in the show, and he is just feeling like a pro throughout the whole thing. He's like, Oh, yeah, Karambit, I made one of these when all the other guys were Karumba what? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, yeah, you know, done, d- done, done this all day. Like, everything he does, he just seems very confident in his ability to get the job done.
0: It seems to me this guy, he makes decorative blades and he makes quite a few of them, but this is his full-time job, I imagine. Yeah. Whether that he's retired and this is what he does or he's like actually doing it for like money, but like every piece he gave, like Karambit and spoilers, he's, he makes the McCracka look really good. Yeah. yeah. Like they look like really good blades, like great art pieces you'd have around now how well you they kill or <laughs> cut, I'm not sure. You know, uh his tend to do f- fairly well. Yeah. So but he definitely had a chip on his shoulder because he like his blades technically look better than everyone else's blades every yeah. time.
1: Isn't it like when they did the intros, the other three talked about like how long they've been doing and some like that, and he definitely was talking about like the artistic side of how he does it. And I actually at first I was like, oh, I think this guy is not not up to not up to par. He doesn't have the the hardcore technique, but no, he he knew his stuff for sure. Yeah, he's
2: the only one that sported um I believe would be his own company. So, I have to I might have to go to the internet corner,
0: but uh Ooh.
2: He was wearing a hat that said Brimstone Knives. And that was the only corporate logo in the whole show. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Somebody's
0: paying attention. I, I feel like looks never took part in any of the judging. And I'm very confused. Like, wouldn't no. that be part of the judging? Well, they had some things for
1: looks, but it was very minimal compared to how it felt in your hand and then when they actually would do tests. of the Like, the first round judging... Was purely just, they just sat at a table and looked at it and held it and felt it and gave feedback on it. And it was really much more about like how it felt in your hand, if it seemed functional and stuff like that. It wasn't about how like it looked. But they were all like, I wonder if it was just like that's like a tiebreaker thing if it's, if they can't decide, but they were sort of a clear pecking order of this is the ones that are
0: good enough. It just seems like I could, st- I see the regular challenge not being judged on like how well you had six hours. And it's like, you're making something, you don't know how, if they've made these things before, you never know. But like, in the take-home challenge, I feel like how it looks has got to be one of the things that you actually judge it on.
1: Well, we'll we'll get to the take-home challenge. Yeah, I was about to
0: say, we we
2: haven't introduced it. We can swing
0: to the take-home
1: challenge. So quick thing on the the judge, like, a couple things I liked about the judging. One was when they did the first round, after they gave them some comments at the table, they the judges went into a separate room to discuss and deliberate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had the contestants sit and there was a window where you could see the judges looking at the blades, but you could hear what they were saying. And they had some nice thoughts of like, is he of mine? I think they're, I think they're talking about mine. And <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Then the second round of the judging, they actually did a couple tests where one, one of the blade guys just hammered it into a wooden dowel to test if the blade would be strong enough. But then our, our friend, the martial arts guy, sliced ham with them. Oh yeah. And he just is he's into it and he's cutting and he's slicing and doing all kinds of stuff. And then as Chris alluded to, then he has to say at the end of each one, Your blade, it cuts. <laughs> it, cuts. it can and cut. Very, it's like it yeah. can cut. It can <laughs> cut. It's yeah. very dramatic with it and very excited about it. Oh yeah. Super
0: excited.
2: I'm surprised they called it ham. Like to give the lit listeners a bit of a picture. It's actually a back quarter of a pig. <laughs> uh, so imagine half a butt cheek of a pig <laughs> cut um, with one leg, and that's just hanging
0: from a wire. It is like strapped up like it, like some serial killer is about to murder somebody. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to give the show credit for coming up with the inventive ways to test blades. I mean, I don't know if the show is coming up with this. This could just be the typical way they test these and have <laughs> tested quarter
2: to quarter a pig. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the standard test. <laughs> What's well, the standard test,
0: Noah? The pig test. <laughs> this is when you could take your blades to the local fair to see if you win the competition.
2: Right. This is probably where the ham horn comes from. Yeah. So the ham horn. Well, last thing is
1: about that. They always tested them in the same order. So Paul, hmm. the artistic guy, always went last. And so they always had a, confess- a testimonial of Paul <laughs> talking about, yeah. oh, I saw the other two did really well, and I know if I, if I, mine doesn't do well, uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> it's like every single time. The
0: confessions we... in the show are terrible. Yeah. 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 They were like, oh, if my blade breaks, I'm out. And like, no <laughs> shit, Sherlock. <laughs> like, obviously, that's what happens. You're out. Like.
2: Yeah, I would say in a lot of the testing, our reactions were, oh man, that might not have gone so well because the cut didn't look deep enough um, or it didn't like slice well enough. And then the guy gives his synopsis and he goes, oh, this is very
0: nice. It can cut. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the go, thing okay. is, is like, as we were watching, mm-hmm. like he would stab, stab, slash. And then he'd try to do like this like stab twist thing. And we assumed he was trying to like lacerate after that, and he wasn't. So, we, it was just what what he was expecting versus what we were looking and expecting were two different things. And we were like, "Well, that laceration did look great." And then, no one's looked great because he wasn't trying to do anything with it. Yeah. I
2: feel like the producers could do a better job there. Like at the beginning of that, they they should have had like, a little graphic, right? It's like this this is the test chop step step step. Chop.
1: i kind of like that they didn't really show it and you just then you just started stabbing this pig <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i think they show it and then be like oh this was good this was good everything was good so like we have yes, no idea the on, the, on, on yeah. the, the
1: the the second round of the judging all of blades did great so it was it was very uh we didn't have a good uh barometer for how like what what is a bad unsharp blade due to a pig we don't we don't really know that <laughs> and so like like that was the thing where like they the, the guy they decided to go home was really about how his blade felt in his hand he's like it's less comfortable than the other two but like they were all pretty good
0: i think that like you know as i've been watching survivor when they and like the challenge before a challenge event they have like their testers go through and like kind of you get to see little bits of the challenge. It would be nice to be like, oh, this is what a real Caramba looks like when I fucking lacerate this pig. So then you have a good baseline of like, oh, what's yeah, good, what's used, bad.
1: Could have started with the real one and yeah. then done theirs. Yeah. yeah,
0: Because yeah, like then I have a baseline of what you am actually looking at, you know, whereas like in this one, it's like, well, I guess they are all good because I don't, I don't
1: know. Could this show use some of that, like, CSI-CGI where, like, you do a slash, then it zooms in, and you just see, like, the way it slices through, and, like, this is what we want to see. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I think the budget for the show is not that high. <laughs> the no. budget for the
1: show is not that high. They they spent all their budget on their... Uh, they had a couple of nice super slow-mos with flames and sparks flying. I enjoyed that.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, before we move on to the Macraka. Uh, yes. Like, just, like, the way the show show like shows you how they're making these weapons is very haphazard. Mm-hmm. It's like, does not like stick with any like through line or like try to explain anything that's happening. It's just kind of like, this is a moment we're going to show you. I don't know why, but we're <laughs> showing it to you. And like, sometimes they have some small through lines, but like this whole beginning section just is seems very haphazard and the confessionals add nothing. And like, it just seems very poorly produced. Yeah, for an in studio kind of thing. Yeah,
1: well, I, was, I wonder if there's like there's not that many interesting things watching a guy like try to make <laughs> a blade. Like, yeah, I, I mean that, that's,
0: <laughs> but then that's part of the show. Like, yeah, well, you got to spice the show up enough to get those interesting things. That's true. Or why, man? Like. They, they, explain yeah. to me what's going on like as we talked about you can easily add history or add like more t- facts about what's going on if, the enter- if you're not getting the entertainment you need out of your contestants mm-hmm. right Whereas, that's like,
2: definitely the producer job
0: yeah it's just like yeah. it doesn't seem to be produced super
1: well do you think this is another uh, strip search situation where the host is also the producer
0: oh that <laughs> he's definitely a producer
1: yeah do they have other producers or is it just him
0: Oh, they definitely have other producers. He's, uh, like, yeah. the lowest
2: producer. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I'd yeah. be
0: surprised if he was the... Ho- he might be the host all Four Seasons, but he might not. So you're saying you want the show to have some more ham? More ham. <laughs> more ham horns. <laughs> ham. More ham or more bacon? <laughs> ham. So the second half of the show... Yeah. The Macraka. Yeah, cracka. So So this is where they have an actual history lesson... Yes. About, like, this African nation using Makraka to, like, murder and decapitate people. Mm-hmm.
1: They're enemies.
0: They're, they're enemies. Uh, we don't really know anything else about it. We don't know where in Africa, what time period, or anything really about it, <laughs> other than yeah. it was used by some African nation tribe to murder people. They, they did have a nice little, like, drawing,
2: like, um, cartoon.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. They, they they definitely tried. Yeah, I still don't have any that, idea. All
2: their production budget went in making that cartoon. <laughs> like they had, they had some video footage. They had to put the production budget into the history
1: lesson, so it can <laughs> be on the history network. Obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what the budget of the show is. It might all go to like the judges. I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the martial arts judge would do it for free. He's just so
0: excited. <laughs> just, he's so excited.
2: <laughs> so an interesting thing about the makroka though. So the karambit is a small curved knife. The makroka is the big brother. It's a big curved knife. It was
0: oh, a specific angle, I think. It's yeah, a no, specific. They, they, curve. they
1: said something about like the curve would be four inches or something. Like there was yeah. very specific about how it was going to be curved. Yeah, four inches. Is it still a knife at that point? It's like basically like a sword, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: definitely yeah. just like a a sword. I, I feel like it's knife, not a short yeah. sword either. It's just a sword. Knife, knife,
2: knife and sword is the documented reality show of the metal world.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's interesting. So like they're given this task, and yeah. then the show goes to their like their forge. It goes to their like workshop essentially. Yeah. And it's interesting because these people don't make curved swords. No. They definitely just don't. (laughs) Like, they're just making regular long swords. So, like, these people don't have the specific equipment to be making this particular sword. Right. Like, their forges, both their forges aren't long enough.
1: I noticed that they were not long enough, or they were too narrow for, like, such a curved place. Yeah, so
0: they didn't, they couldn't heat this thing yep. up as evenly as they want to. Yeah. Because it is just different shape. And then the one guy didn't even have a way to cool uh his sword because he all he had was like a normal long sword box with oil in it.
2: Yep. He
0: needed to build something. He built something whereas like the other dude just had a giant fucking barrel. Yeah.
1: He definitely MacGyvered something to so he could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh,
0: I was like, well then he went to... uh he his oil was bad, right?
1: Yeah, he kept trying to do this. This is the thing that really needed a yeah side explanation of mm-hmm. what they're actually trying to do because they'd heated up in their forge and like talking about how it was hard because of the shape. Then they dump it in the oil to cool it off, which is kind of really cool because it's flames always shoot out when they do that. Yeah, but, like why is that being oil not water, and what is that actually doing to the metal, and how does it work with the sword? Like. And so he just kept doing it and saying it. It wasn't right, and that it wasn't working right. And finally, well, he goes, "I guess my oil's bad. I got to drive <laughs> to somewhere and get new oil." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just a shot se- of his car driving away. <laughs> no idea.
0: It seems like what I can gleam, because it was actually quite a bit. A of portion of this was like when you heat it up and you put it in the oil, it makes it hard. And if oh. it doesn't make, if it's not hard at the end, then you don't have a sword. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You have a malleable piece of metal, I guess. I don't know what non-hard steel is. I don't know, but that's what I got out of that. It seems like water probably would evaporate and wouldn't cool it right. Mm. I'm sure there's, like, some sort of, like, temperature there that, like, it's just not going to work. Yeah, I like, was really curious. if they like they it's kept putting it it's 1,500 degrees what? or something, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. To... Imagine putting 1500 degrees into water, it might flame, it might like it might just flame up. It would splash, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. what that's why we I'm sure there's a YouTube it. video of this. Yeah, some idiot doing this. I'm sure it's out there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, so th- one guy
1: got new oil, and the other guy would have played. He's like. I got to test this blade, make sure it's strong enough. And he goes outside. He tries to cut something with it. His blade just
0: snaps <laughs> in half. <laughs> yeah. Like, just no way getting that back. Just yeah. snapped. Like, And then there was like, oh, he's rushing. He's like, claims he has to rush. And like, I don't know if that storyline's actually true or not. Like, did he yeah. actually have to rush? Well, the only thing
1: right. with the five days is like, it really made it seem like they did way more on the fifth day than like the other four days combined. Yeah, and yeah. they also seemed to kind of be wearing the same clothes every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I wonder <laughs> if it was really it was five days the- or
0: yeah. You know, maybe they just Superman it. They've got the same outfit every day.
1: Could be, like, could be like they've got their got my forging gear. Like, maybe you do need to wear like special kind oh, of. Oh, you definitely oh, yeah, have you to definitely wear, wear some sort of gear. Yeah. So they're just like, yeah, this is my forging clothes. It's and it. so, well, yeah.
0: the one dude's forge was like outside,
1: right? In his, like, it was like garage. Kind of yeah, or something. The,
0: if you're in your garage, the one dude looked like the middle of winter. Like you definitely wearing yeah, the Colorado this,
1: guy was definitely in the snowy winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're
0: definitely wearing your winter coat, and like all the stuff you need. That's all going to be the same. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. so one
2: tidbit about the macraca, and they talked about this. So, it's a curved sword, and then wait, wait the,
0: it's curved, and we, what?
2: Yeah. Oh, shocking! So it's curved, and then at the end of it, it kind of protrudes a little. So it looks like anatomy to a degree. Uh, and then the show they re- reference that the tribe made it like this to represent the person's manhood. <laughs> Quote, <laughs> on the show. So it is not a random coincidence. The sword uh, looks like a piece of anatomy.
1: Yeah, that's a history lesson for you.
2: That That was a history lesson.
0: I, uh, I was perusing my notes, and I missed a note from the first section. Ooh. Oh, give it to us. So one of the guys was leaving, and he was like, once you stop learning is when they put you in the ground. Man. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was quite funny. A okay. little overdramatic little there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this whole show, like, the beginning of the show is so dramatic. Yes. Like, it was so serious.
1: This is a pretty th- serious show except for the martial arts guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like once we got to this Krakka part, it blew it, it blew up a little bit. Like we got a little bit more personality these two guys. Yeah. Than like wasn't just about how serious this competition is.
2: It definitely turned a little bit more reality. Uh, at least on like the production. Like when they so when they come back to the set, um un, unknowingly where this is in America, they say where they live. <laughs> I don't say where they go back to. So they but they go back to an un, undisclosed location. You know, they have like some nicer clothes on. Like they kind of like made a little bit dramatic entrance, and they're in some like training pit to go slice up some mannequins and watermelon. It definitely seemed like a cavern of
1: some sort.
0: Mm. Be- before we get to this, yes, I have a question. Ooh. Do you think that these four people, they were just said, "Hey, before you get on the show, you've got to make this Macraka thing," and then they have to show up in the studio. They make the Karambits, and then after whoever wins the Karambit thing, then they just show, they bring them a out. Because there's no way, it seems way more expensive to have them come to the studio, make the Karambit, and then, oh, go home, make this other thing, and then come back to the studio? That doesn't seem like how you do that.
1: I like it. It's uh, a good conspiracy theory. I
0: don't think that's a conspiracy theory. I think that's just how <laughs> it's done.
1: I got to go back and like try to see any clues about things they say, see if they're like, you know, because then they would have had, so sort of, if that's true, they make the McCracken before they even make the karambit, So Yep.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I was trying to, so I, I was thinking the same thing when I, when I was watching it. I was like, that's kind of odd. They fly back again. That's always kind of weird. They didn't say where they're flying from. You can't tell. There yeah. was nothing. The voice, it's all voiceovers during it. And so there wasn't any like signal. The only thing would be they had to send a camera crew yeah. out, out to their place.
0: Well, they're already kind of chosen. The That's, they have to send a camera crew no matter what.
2: No, no, but think, think about it. If they would have done it pre, so four people. Yeah, yeah. Right? You'd
0: have to send it to four people instead of two. Right? But I think which the is... expensive part there is getting these people back and forth.
1: Well, I guess, okay, so to play the other side of it, you now have to send four different camera crews out instead of just sending two. So well, you just send. You, you don't have to send them all, all at the
0: same time. Like you give this guy five days. It doesn't have to be everyone has to do it the same five days.
1: No, I know, but you could just be like, are you are you? You're not saving as much money. The fact right. you have to send out more camera crews versus
2: just flying the guys back and forth. You're definitely not saving money, right? Because you have to file all, all that equipment out. Like it. it, it the the general idea that they have to fly home is just a bad production choice. Like some producers did not think through that. <laughs> like, hey, well, that's
0: why we're fixing back. that problem right now by doing it before they get there. Right.
2: Well, I think you make them stay at the studio for five days and just get a hotel. Nah. Right. <laughs> hey, you got to use use our stuff. So
1: if they if if they actually make them fly back, so then. Day one, they have production to do the first two parts. Then, so do you think like they do a week, they do like a different one every day, and then they fly everybody back the same time and they just bust out that last segment for like you know 10 different
2: shows all in the same day? Yeah, that's
0: got to be it. Yeah, you're right. If they were good, if they were like nice to the contestants, you could just do this on the weekend. You have somebody flies out weekend one, you do film an episode Saturday, film an episode Sunday. And then they fly back the next weekend yeah. to do, or like, you could even do like, if you're going to do a multiple seasons, like you could have all of them kind of come back later to do the follow-ups episodes, but you could probably do, I mean, it'd be a long production day, but you could do an episode, the whole episode in one day, but like episode one and the, like the episode two, then the end of episode one after right. episode two aired. Or like in between because the judges are the only things you really need and they're not in the same place. Yeah. Whereas they're doing the regular show, like they're outs they were outside like at night to do the judging of the McCrackas.
2: Yeah, no, you're you're definitely right. I'm sure that's how they do it. I mean,
0: if they were for these people as a hobby, that would be the optimal way for the contestants. Who knows what they actually do.
2: Yeah, no. and I uh, actually think thinking back to this, because they're flying home, it is a lot cheaper than putting up in a hotel. Well, okay. depending on where this sound stage is, right? You know,
1: um, but you got to put those yeah. cameramen in a hotel, or do they just bunk yeah. at the person's house? that's yeah. part of the deal. Or you they got to the crew, crew. right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. That yeah, definitely that, some close math there uh, on the cost of it. But I agree that you're shooting one full show per per day but it's the ending of the previous show, right, or the- the- theoretically, right? And then the opening if of the other show.
0: They don't have to make it before the show. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So, testing these macraques. Yeah. So they come into the studio and instead of pigs, there's an actual full torso with like fake organs in it. And like the
1: an anatomically correct dummy.
0: Something like that. Yeah. There's
2: no head on this thing. It's no, just but, but it's fleshy and it has organs in it and uh, like a chest it's cavity. And bones too, because he yeah. mentioned one of the bones was broken. Yeah. yeah. So
0: this dude take the the martial artist dude takes the macramba or just macraca uh oh, doesn't matter, and like just slices into this thing. Yeah. What I was what I was interested is that there was only a blade on the inside. It seemed. Yeah. So you never really use the other side unless you were like gonna hit them in the head or something. Yeah. Some sort of th- blunt instrument on the other side.
1: Unlike the Karambit, this is only supposed to be sharp on one side.
0: Yeah. And it's the inside and not the outside. That's Correct.
1: Right. So you can slice around someone's sword or shield.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which sets us at some sort of time period. Yeah. But I don't know which one.
1: It's a it's a wide time period.
0: <laughs> Uh, so after that, uh, they have some sort of shield that the one guy just hacks at the sword with. Not it's the martial arts guy. One it's the not other. the martial arts The guy. historian. The other guy is.
1: Yeah. And they're, they're the blade masters. And so like he's, mm-hmm. they're not seeing how well the sword attacks the shield, but just does cutting up the shield mess up the sword at all.
0: But the one guy's sword does way better at cutting up. Yeah. This the shield than the other guys.
1: So an interesting thing that the martial artist guy said that was not obvious, just looking at it, is that one guy's sword was super light, and mm-hmm. the other guy's sword was pretty heavy.
0: And What? Like, if, if you thought about it, looking at those two, just via pictures, you could tell. Because the other guy had, like, he had some sort of inlay in his steel, yep. and it just kind of, like, looked thicker. So, like, you never know what these things are going to be tested against. Like, did That's they know, true. like hey, when you come back, these are the tests we're going to do. I don't think so. Because, like, they would have tried to attempt them, like. Yeah. And I think that you would have realized, oh, they're going to do this horizontal like chop thing and I can't do this with this now. Maybe I should, like, get the weight down, but Mm -hmm. you never, like, you didn't know. I doubt you knew. Mm -hmm.
1: They could have known, but I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I don't think so.
0: So... Uh, both swords did very well in both those two challenges. Oh yeah, they yeah. were like neck and neck.
1: So what did what did our friend say about when <laughs> after we sliced up the torso about the swords?
0: It can kill. Yes, reminds me of uh, Pharrell from Game of Thrones, mm. the the dancer that was teaching Arya. Oh yeah, mm. the, not the, today. Not today. Uh, so then the last. Last like, test. Last test was these watermelons hung up, like, suspended via ropes. Yeah. One horizontal, one vertical. Yeah. And they, the, <laughs> I'm going to call him the dancing master, <laughs> comes <laughs> through and chops through the center of these watermelons. This dude's amazing. The yeah. center of the watermelons every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, there's no joking here. He's like, no, we're not doing these not slightly up, not slightly lower, in the center. Yeah. And he's just fucking, the one, so the lighter sword, perfect. Mm-hmm. Heavier sword, didn't make, like, barely didn't cut through horizontally.
1: Yeah. But a great vertically. Did great vertically.
0: So, like, you know, it was a little heavy. Yeah. Maybe the the dancing master just wasn't strong enough.
1: That was the thing. Like that was the right. the very last one was the only test where clearly one so one uh, blade didn't do as well, yeah. But it also made it all very anticlimactic when they had yeah. the It's like, <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's too heavy, buddy. Even though he had a bunch of like inlays and yeah, this is the his, thing where, like and his like his handle looked better. Yeah, so this is the thing
1: I was gonna say. Since all the other tests went well, if he had slices through that watermelon, I think he wins. And I think it comes down to hey, both these blades are great at the tests, but this one looks better, and that's why we're gonna pick this one.
0: I imagine that's what would happen, but who knows? The other people would be like, oh, well, I like this one more, swinging this one more because it's lighter.
1: They could have gone for that because, like, how it okay. feels was a big part of what they were doing. Yeah, like I, it
0: seems it would be yeah. more along with the show to be feels than looks. I don't. Here. Yeah,
2: I I could see the feel like based on the show it's these people are going to use this in warfare and again like saying like you want it to be light and if it cuts as well light and powerful like go 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 for the light like it seemed more practical and as practical as uh macraca can be
0: but like okay if you have this weapon and you're trying to use it to freaking murder people. <laughs> like, you're not just going up one person and murdering them. You've got to go, and you're murdering them, and you're, like, sharpening this thing, you're murdering people. Like, this is not just, like, this one, this is not just these specific tests. Like, it's very limiting, limited tests here.
1: So you think they should have actually tried to murder a person? With <laughs>
0: well, I just think that, like, okay, well, they were good at murdering one person. All right, well, how many people can we murder before we have to sharpen this blade again? And then that'll tell you how sharp it is or, like, how useful it is. Like, what is a typical day if you're in a battle? How many, how sharp do you need it to be? How long do you need it to be sharp? Like, if you're going to make these ridiculous tests, like, let's go to the next step. Like, you know, let's let's take this, oh, these superficial tests, which are great, but they're not, like, practical tests when, if you're going to go this history lesson route. Right. It what? definitely
2: would be cool if they had more money to fly, like in one of the tribes. People, if the tribe is still around, or like s- someone who knows a lot, a lot about that tribe, right? Like they're like the historian or like a fake warrior to come out and be like, "Oh yeah, like this is how we would use it. Is what we
0: would do." I'd I'd just love to see them have like twenty torsos and be like in a typical battle. <laughs> like this is how many like thrusts. These are many things that they have to like attack and kill and like just like. And see how well the blade actually does after all that. Yeah. Versus just like, oh, well, four slices, that's enough. What? How is that enough? Yeah. Like, you should just go until... Like, it's difficult to be like, you should just go till it's broken. Or, like, actually has damage. Hmm. Which would tell you which blade was better. That's at true. a specific task. So, it would be difficult to do that with, like, multiple things. So, you'd have to, like, kind of do all of the tests at once. And, like, see where they actually start falling apart. You know? I I don't know. I think at that point I'm just nitpicking, but, like, it would have been weird to have them all go through, like, everyone did so well in all the challenges, except for the last final one. It just wasn't that exciting, well, <laughs> right?
1: That's a, we don't know if that's what happens every time, or if we don't. Like we don't know. That. They actually crushed it this week. I don't know. Yeah,
0: that's why he got the highest rating on IMDb because they crushed it. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> even though it doesn't seem all that, enter- like it'd be more entertaining to see some of these fail. Like I'd rather see failures than successes.
1: Like when the guy would, was back at his home base and he tried to test his sword and just broke in half. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. And
0: yeah. then. Like, the narratives of, like, oh, we're out of time, like, just the narrative of all these sorts doing really great just isn't the best entertainment. But
2: this has an 8.4 series rating on IMDb. That's very high. How many people is that? 1,500. 1,500 ratings. Hmm. TBD, how many people?
0: It's just one. one it's one person. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they got a Fiverr account. To
2: <laughs> Will Will Willis underscore one. Will Willis underscore two. That's Will right. Willis underscore three.
1: <laughs> the last thing I want to say is that I thought was uh, unfair. Is whenever anyone leaves the show, they confiscate the thing they made. <laughs> yeah. uh, you should that should be your like parting gift. You should be able to to take it home with you.
0: You should, yeah. if you lose this competition, you should take. You should be able to take your weapon. If you win, I think it's nice for the show to have like a wall of winners. Mm, the winner wall. But I guess see you being able to take it home. Like it'd be nice to be like, oh well, this is I was on this fucking forge show. I'm master I was the master blader or whatever the fuck they called it. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: the forged in fire champion.
0: I'd like the master blader. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, no, I,
2: that that was it. Was pretty good.
0: Uh, and you get some sort of pl- you make some sort of plaque and put your like thing in there, your, your blade, and you know your anatomically looking blade. Man, what do you think
2: the TSA agent <laughs> said? And you're bringing the Macraga back through. What is. You definitely gotta check that. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's definitely a check item for sure. Yeah. Checking your Macraka. Yeah, it was weird that they had to give it in. I don't understand that logic. Like, yeah. what are they gonna do with the losing blades? Yeah. <laughs> like, What are you gonna do with
2: that? it? It would have been fascinating trying to see them pack the macraca. Yeah. What do you pack it in? I mean, they had to pack it to get it there. They got it from Colorado to, I'm guessing, LA. Like, <laughs> do you just wrap it up in, like, Thick paper, do you put it in a bag, like literally. How how do you transport it? You put it inside a pig, and then that's like.
0: <laughs> I think you just have like a suitcase that's like for your sword. But this sword is so oddly
2: shaped, right?
1: Yeah, it's a big suitcase.
2: <laughs> right, it, it's like wide. Where a lot of swords are not going to be that wide, right? It's like it's. Yeah,
0: very,
2: yeah, would uh, have been interesting to see. I
0: f- I feel like so like I have a quote that I want to get to, but. These people, their they could also their main job could be like just making like Lord of the Ring replica not swords and like oh, that's true mm-hmm. like movie replica props and stuff like that. It's definitely would be what I could see you making a lot of money on.
1: Get those Game of Thrones Valyrian steel.
0: Look yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Get the red sword. Yeah, just like that. Like is what you'd make your money on. I think. I don't think you're making your money on anything other than that. Like you can make it, you make a regular sword, not making that much money out of that. No, nah, like, no, this it, is a commodity item. It all seems niche. I mean, yeah, it's certainly niche, but you want to go after the high value niche target, which would be like replica like a replica sword.
2: Yeah, or there's like, what else can you make with metal? Is it called is metallurgy the right thing? Like things. You I think so.
1: It? Yeah, we'll go with
0: that. I yeah. think metallurgy. <laughs> is more than just forging blades though. It's like the chemical makeup. Well, it's just like if you made a metal sculpture, you use metallurgy. Yeah, so that's, that, that's, that's
2: that's what I mean, right? So like maybe these these are like more metal artists and they could do like I
0: don't know. I, don't know I don't feel like it's a different metal. skill set.
1: They seem very excited with the fact they make weapons. I'm just gonna say. I feel they they like they we- all make weapons.
0: Work. Yeah. Weaponistas. Another, another thing is like, how do they have so many people to bring on to this show? <laughs> like, how many people are doing this in their backyard? I like, guess. can it can't be that many people.
1: If there's enough to do four seasons of the show. Maybe that's why season four they started bringing people back. Oh, that's <laughs> why? When you
0: said that, I was like, oh, that's definitely the reason. But they're making, they went from like eight to like 12 to like 16. They're making 24 episodes. So it's like clearly they're ramping up. But, yeah, I can't believe there's this many people to do this. You
1: only need a few hundred people to sustain many seasons of the show, though.
0: Yeah, it's true. But how many of them would actually want to come on the show?
1: I don't know. That's a good point. Gotta get that $10,000. They
0: they probably got time. (laughs) Some sort of winner's competition, too.
2: Gotta have the winner's competition.
0: I'm sure in the weapon community,
2: this is a big show. Probably.
0: So what was the dude's name? Paul.
2: Paul and Craig were the final two, and Paul was the confident one.
0: So Paul, the confident one, yeah, he loses because his looks better, but it's too heavy. Correct. As he's leaving, his he says he's the first thing he's gonna do is he's gonna take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> he had a long week. So great. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if. Our sis, I feel like it works either way. If he, like, right before the competition made the Kraken, the Kraken, <laughs> and then went on the show. Released the Kraken. Versus crackin. the, yeah. like, <laughs> there's a lot of this. Uh, versus, like, oh, he was on the show, then he had five days and they flew him back. Like, the five days makes it seem like it's a weekend thing. Could be. Maybe it allows, like, the other judges to actually have other jobs too.
1: Mm, That's true.
0: Yep. Like, an, it could just be just how the prediction kind of would work.
1: That's tough. You gonna like that day one. They're like f- six hours of actual making blades, and there's judging time in between and stuff. Like that's a that's a big day.
0: Well, yeah. no. So it's like the, while the th- while the four people are making the stuff for the three hours, so the judges go film the other thing and then come back. See, but I don't. Yeah, but they can only film. Those two concurrently,
2: probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, right? they're
0: filming a different episode.
2: Yeah, yeah, you
0: know, uh, it's not. All right, linear. guys, we got to move away from the production side of the show. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right, Noah. Yeah. Speaking of the IMDb ratings, yeah, what
2: is your rating? I'm gonna put this as a solid middle. Um, they don't ham it up. There's a lot of action which i value in these reality shows where they're not trying to draw out the suspense so much just to keep do cutting into more commercials um that said it could be more entertaining there's a lot of good content that they just don't promote well enough and so that's what's te- uh, as a like keeping it, what is keeping it out of the top i could see netflix picking this up putting a little more cash behind it and turning it into a really great show
0: It's possible, Rob. What do you got for me?
2: I I think I'm gonna
1: put this one in the top. I oh, oh, oh. I think you know that we there are definitely some things that could do better, but I was pretty entertained throughout, and I I kind of want to watch some more. I think it would be kind of fun to see some other episodes, see what other kind of like blades they do. And I maybe it'll get old, but I I was entertained, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a a, a top.
0: Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm conflicted again, once again between the middle <laughs> and the top. I was kind of, I was leaning top, and then I've shot on it for the last like forty minutes or whatever. <laughs> you talked yourself out of it. So I'm like trying to talk myself out of it. We've seen some real terrible shows this season. Mm. My stack ranking is quite off. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like if they would just tell me a little bit more what's going on. Yeah, and if they would just like show more interesting stuff in the be- like beginning, like. Scotty Middle. It can't be top. They just didn't do a good job. The production value is just not good enough. Yeah. Like, I've been watching Survivor.
1: Ooh, good segue. As
0: as one would do. And the production value is just so good. And the people, like, they have, like, so many hours of content to go through to put together an hour's worth of TV that they do such a good job of like me caring about like these stupid people and their stupid drama about (laughs) who they're going to vote off the fucking island. (laughs) (laughs) That like, I can't, I can't forgive the show for just not doing any of that. Like Mm. they have six hours of content, six plus hours and the half hour show is just not good. Like it just wasn't. The second half was much better, mm-hmm. but again, I, I feel like they didn't do a good job of explaining what's going on. I don't know. It's unforgivable to have the beginning.
1: Any good Survivor update for us?
0: I I think the the Challenge people aren't here, but I, I like this. I like Survivor more than the Challenge. Like the producers know what the fuck they're doing. And it's moving. There's no bullshit. You know, half how's, a chance. How's the Redemption episode. Island? There's no Redemption Island. Oh, what? There's, there's just that one one Redemption Island. Oh, okay. He was on Redemption Island for a week, then he came back. Oh, okay. There's no Redemption because that's dumb, but it's like it's uh. There's like somebody, like. Did they use these terms that everyone knows that is just kind of interesting to me. They were like, Oh, she was playing the jury. She was doing some sort of jury move. Because once the, the tribes emerge, the people that get kicked off vote whoever wins at the end. Uh, so like there's some sort of jury management you need to do uh, if you're if you're at the end and like they knew this person was getting kicked off, so they like tipped her off has some sort of jury management kind of mood move and there was a showmance as happens in the challenge a lot Mm -hmm. Uh but it happens in the show and then the one person was like this person's too dumb it's gonna get me i gotta get him out of the show because he's holding me back she's trying to get him out of the show and just like these minor things and like Mm -hmm. everyone in the show knows exactly what's going on and it's kind of interesting to see these people play this challenge meta game when they've never played, or try a challenge, survivor meta game they've never played this <laughs> this game before. So it's like, how good are you going to be at this? I don't know, but it's interesting to see you guys try. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, like, the challenge is, I, I can't, I don't know. I'm just kind of over the show for sure. Shots fired at Harrison. Shots fired, guys. Come back at me. Yeah, I was never a fan of the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I kind of watch it now just so... Which I might stop. But, again, it's... it's Like, I actually sat down and watched Survivor. I don't mm. sit down and watch the challenge. No, definitely. Yeah. That is a... It's on some sort of side... So, and I'm, like, doing other things. Right. Because I don't care. Yeah. Like... The challenges that they do in Survivor are different than the challenge in The Challenge. Like, they're not physical. They're, like... There's usually some catch-up thing at the end where they're doing some sort of puzzle so that they can have entertaining TV. I wish that that was done a little... That was a little better. But it's entertaining. I can't fault them for doing something that actually makes it entertaining to have, like, some sort of catch-up mechanic. But it's... It's very obvious. Which... I wish it would be less obvious. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we're going to – you have to go through this net and then, like, jump across this thing and then climb over this thing. But at the end, there's this somewhat complicated puzzle. Well, guess what? All the teams get through it and get to the somewhat complicated puzzle. Then you're like, oh, well, back and forth on whoever's (laughs) going to win. And there's like – oh, sometimes it's like, uh, well – you have to do this three times, but if you fail, you got to start all over again. Well, that makes it easy to have like, oh, well you were winning, but now you're not. So it's just like the challenges are designed in a way to make it more entertaining, but like not like as good of a challenge necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that makes sense. And it's, it's quite obvious. So I, I don't know if I guess no one really cares that they do that all the time. <laughs> So, that's my survivor update. Uh nice. Actually, you know, I'm going to I'm going to bump survivor. Oh. To up to the top third. Whew. I think that and it is uh, as I'm halfway through the season, I think it's deserved it's top third.
1: Wow, I see. I was right in the middle of our big no top third streak. So now uh, the history books have the been The history been books have learned. been
0: rewritten. Mm-hmm. Re <laughs> rewritten. Yeah.
2: Womp womp.
1: history okay. books the history Good books
0: the history. can we talk for a second about the history channel and how garbage it is please do I don't have TV anymore but like if this is what the fuck they're putting on like I enjoyed like modern marvels when that came out and that was kind of like a reality is that a reality show? Not a reality show. I don't know. Uh, no, like documentary esque kind of thing. It's, yeah, it's a documentary. And that was futuristic. really interesting to see how like some things like evolved. Yeah, and like there's what ten seconds of history in the show.
1: That was a good like thirty, I think. Thirty, yeah. 30
0: seconds of pseudo history. Yeah, it's, I, I understand that they're going off to readings and stuff, but like,
2: so I brought up the History Channel's schedule. Of the day, it it, I mean, it's just tomorrow, or I guess it's today, but looking at it, it is all either reality show, specifically American Pickers, Mm. which is on from Mm. three o'clock until midnight, just different episodes of American Pickers, or um, Ancient Impossible, which is more similar to modern Marvels. Right. Um, so, yeah, it seems like those are the only two types of shows they
0: have. Maybe this each day of the week they have different reality shows. Oh, shit.
2: <laughs> uh, on Thanksgiving, they had Forge and Fire, Bladesgiving, the Tournament of Champions. Oh.
1: <laughs> should we watch that?
0: <laughs> I think we What's should. What's the IMDb rating on that one? <laughs> so topical.
2: Yeah, Bladesgiving
0: All right. Blade's oh, giving. it's an
2: enhanced three hour episode. <laughs> Oh,
0: <laughs> I'm glad
1: we did not do that. Yeah, one. we're definitely not doing
0: that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all
1: right. Uh, Rob, are you all watching the... any new shows? I'm not really watching anything. don't have time right now. Well, I guess I'm watching football. That's Ooh, That's
0: How are those bets working out for you? Uh, it's going all right. It's going all right. Not bad. Not bad. I also started my Game of Thrones rewatch. I saw that. It's impressive. Uh, you got to start early when you've got 70 episodes of TV to watch. <laughs> uh, season one's really good. I'm a, like I was like lukewarm on Game of Thrones, like the new season, but now after watching season one, I'm like, oh, I'm back in. Like it's just it's just like so good. Sean Bean, so sad but so good.
1: It's true. So like, are you back in on thinking season? The last season was better than you thought, or are you just back in on the the show? I'm just own? back
0: on the hype of Game of Thrones. Got it. Like, I haven't gotten to the new season to, like, pull me back down yet. Yeah. My big complaint with the newest season was just, like, how ludicrous it was to get them all north of the wall.
1: Yeah, that made no sense.
0: Minor spoilers, but, like, doesn't really matter. Yeah. That, that just made no sense. Other than that, I think they're doing an okay job. Like, I was definitely more upset when they initially... when they go off the books before they end get to the end of the books because mm-hmm. some of the changes make no sense. Like... Logically, and there's definitely like logic that you know George R. R. Martin thinks about that the show just like either doesn't or can't figure yeah. out how to get done correctly, just like the Harry Potter movies. Ooh, the Harry Potter, the Harry doing the Harry Potter. Uh, Noah, you been watching anything? You wanna? Um,
2: the Good Place. I'm assuming everyone's watching that. And if you're not, that is the show to watch. Uh, season three on the air, and it's uh, as good as it has been. I think it's a good binging show. It is very good for binging. Um, tangential to the Good Place is a podcast, um, Armchair Expert. So that's from Dax Shepherd, uh, Kristen Bell's husband. But he does a week of, or just a couple episodes, I don't know, of Good Place People. He does an episode with Ted Danson. Very cool to hear Ted Danson on the podcast.
0: What is he an armchair expert of?
2: kind of everything it's kind of, I, I think it's like the running joke
0: is so is this just an interview show?
2: It's just an interview show, so okay. Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell seem to be like just buddies with everyone in Hollywood, and so he, they invite on people and because the show got gotten popular, he's now bringing on like guests outside of their social circle um and he does a good job um yeah, he hits a lot on like vulnerability and um, like his own problems with al- alcoholism and like bringing out then other people's like issues who, who come on. So I think you get like different angles of a lot of people that you see on TV. All
0: right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Some recommendations from who put the song crew. Since uh, Ted
1: Danson's doing podcasts now, do you think he'd come on this podcast? Oh yeah. Probably. No, get the feelers out. On it.
0: No, I need you to get Facebook ads just for Ted Danson. Mm. Just bother him so much <laughs> that he comes on our podcast. Mr. Danson. Uh, Well, if you're Ted Danson, you can reach us at This on, on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook.com slash On. You can email us questions and suggestions at this On at gmail.com. Please give us a rating on iTunes. It really helps. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.